Thanks for checking out podcasts on the gym. The latest episode of the Todd Bromelkamp Show with Alex Kuhn starts now. KGYM Sports Radio. 1600 AM, 102.3, 106.3 FM. Cedar Rapids and Iowa City, respectively. Online at KGYMRadio.com. With you for the next two hours from the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Iowa women. I don't want to say they shocked the world last night, but Hawkeyes going on the road to Columbus and doing what the men couldn't do this past weekend, picking up a win inside Value City Arena and get to the fallout and reaction from Iowa's 83-72 win over the Buckeyes here over the course of the next couple minutes. Also, a big game in Ames to look forward to tonight. Top 25 showdown between Kansas State and Iowa State. We'll have it for you right here on KGYM. John Walters on the call later this evening. Plus, Matt Peralt is going to check in with me from Las Vegas tonight in the 5 o'clock hour drive time brought to you by Linder Tire and LinderTire.com. Matt was supposed to be with me yesterday, and then we realized very last minute that Matt had a conflict with the new semester at UNLV. So, Matt, the co-host of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour, which you can hear from 6 until 7 Friday nights here on KGYM. Be hopping on with me coming up in about an hour or so. Also, next opportunity for you to possibly qualify for our big game house party giveaway with our friends from Circa Sports Iowa. Somebody's going to get a chance on February 6th to win a $500 gift card from Hy-Vee for your big game house party, hence the name of the giveaway. Some Circa Sports Iowa swag, $500 in traveling cash. And if there's traveling cash, where are you traveling to? That would be Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada. Three nights at Circa's property in Las Vegas. Now, I say somebody's going to have a chance to get qualified because, and this is actually good news for our contestants today. Everybody went winless yesterday. We had an offer. So I talked when I was discussing the contest yesterday on the program about how you get three entries a day, one across each local program, five, 15, 30, one in 30 chance. You got at least a one in 27 chance now because three people didn't qualify yesterday. And I'll let you know that the game you're going to be picking is a pretty good one tonight. And it'll give you an opportunity to, we had to sort of fun with numbers today on these games because all of the spreads were even. And we want to we give you the best possible chance to win. So coming up at 4.30 today, you're going to have an opportunity to pick the Clippers-Lakers game tonight in the NBA. Clippers have won the last nine meetings straight up against the Lakers. 
but can they cover the spread tonight? We'll get at that in just a little bit. The favorites so far today, we're on a run with the favorites because on Spencer on Sports, Iowa State was chosen. And just recently on the gym class, I know Mike and Marion took the Drake Bulldogs, who are a six-point favorite at the Knapp Center tonight against Indiana State. Drake has covered the spread in two of its last three meetings with the Sycamores, have also won two of the last three meetings outright. 319-366-1600 is the number to reach me at here in the KGYM studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Also going to get to some NFL stories today because both Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers continue to be the center of much discussion in the NFL universe. Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show, giving an update or non-update on his status with the Packers next season. And Tom Brady manufacturing some outrage with his good friend Jim Gray about where he could possibly wind up next season, either at home, back in the NFL. Jim Gray asked him about it. Wasn't necessarily a huge fan of the question. He had to know it was coming. It was his podcast, 319-366-1600. Mentioned we'll get to Iowa State and Kansas State in just a little bit. But the Iowa women last night. Let's start with the Hawkeyes. I hope Jason Whitlock is not listening to the program today. The Where is Whitlock nowadays? He ain't on ESPN. He's fallen. Remember in 2006, Jason Whitlock left ESPN for AOL Sports? I mean, that's got to be one of the all-time worst moves in the history of the media business. If you know who Jason Whitlock is, fine. If you don't, he's a sports writer who was upset last night. If you remember, these are the folks that call everybody else snowflakes. Jason Whitlock was upset last night that Sports Center led with women's basketball. Oh, my God. That's right. Iowa and Ohio State. Caitlin Clark. ESPN had the game last night. ESPN likes to lead with things that they have. So hopefully none of you are offended by the fact that we're talking about women's basketball to begin the program tonight. Jim in Kyoto, hang on just a little bit. I'm going to get to you. But first, the Iowa women. Highest ranked road win in school history last night, taking down number two, Ohio State, 83-72. And I don't know what else you can say about Caitlin Clark at this point. Her performance last night, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists, and just a eighth triple-double of the season for her and her fourth straight game with at least a double-double. And they showed a graphic last night on the game. I caught the second half. Sabrina Ionescu, who was at Oregon, who I believe had the record for double-doubles in women's college basketball. Caitlin Clark has basically doubled up her record. She's still got plenty of games to go. Molly Davis making her first start for the Hawkeyes last night. Kate Martin with her first double-double of the season, 13 points and 11 rebounds. She also threw in four assists. Hard to argue with the Hawkeyes, who were, at least according to Circus Sports last night, because remember, they offer action on 
Iowa women's basketball games from time to time. They've even got Circus Sports has Iowa and Penn State, the wrestling duel coming up this weekend, Friday night, State College. Iowa as a six-point underdog to the Nittany Lions. I don't know enough about wrestling. Somebody on Twitter told me that they can't see Iowa covering that, but we'll see. Circus Sports Iowa, again, giving you an opportunity to get qualified for our big game house party giveaway coming up in about 20 minutes or so. We'll get to that Clippers-Lakers game. But first, we'll go ahead. We'll take a break from women's basketball real quick. Let's go to Jim in Kyoto here. Jim, what's up? Hey, uh, Todd. That that thing with Tom Brady and Jim Gray, that's that was so that's so staged. And I'm sick of Brady. He can he needs to retire and just move on to the the booth because I think he's gonna stink in the booth. But um, Hawkeyes last night. <clears throat> Are you old enough to remember six on six basketball, Todd? I am. I'm aware of it. I I never saw it firsthand, but I do know I'm that tough. it is a in, ingrained in our state's history. And I know that Jan Jensen was one of the best six on six players in the state's history. And that's my point right there. I, I'm watching these little three man games with ball picks and pick and rolls and the passes. Obviously, you got to have somebody like Caitlin Clark to deliver the pass, but um, and the seals and the post from Sedano. I mean, Jan Jensen is a hell of a coach when it comes to post players. And I just wanted to say there's so many six-on-six nuances in that game last night. And throughout the – I mean, you can go back to all the post players. But, uh, yeah, just – it's a simple game. And she she drills fundamentals. You can tell it just by watching it. So, And one, one last time, Brady, right off into the sunset. We're tired of you. I like it. I love how you bookended it, Jim. Thanks for the phone call. 319-366-1600 if you want to follow Jim tonight. There were times last night in that game where the play wasn't necessarily crisp, I thought, especially late and going into the fourth quarter. And every time I watch a women's game, every time I watch an NBA game, I continue to be mystified by the fact that the men's side of things in college does not go to the quarter style of play. I just, there's something about playing quarters that to me is a lot more, I don't know, aesthetically pleasing. Does it, does it add to the level of interest in the, I, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but I don't mind first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. But you watched the fourth quarter last night in Columbus. I think you saw two teams that desperately wanted that win. And maybe they were pressing just a little bit. Ohio State getting a little sloppy. Iowa at times not exactly the crispest crispest team ever. I almost said crispiest. Maybe I was thinking about dinner tonight. I don't know. French fries. I did spill a little ketchup and mustard on me earlier i have a proclivity to that's why i wear a lot of black people often wonder well he must be a big johnny cash fan no i wear black because it hides the stains better since my approach to dressing myself i i i smell like ketchup and mustard right now it wasn't that big of a spill either spencer's probably happy that i'm not in the office anymore i'll tell you there are worse things you can smell like Ketchup and mustard, bad combination as far as odors go to be around somebody else who smells like that. But, again, 
way worse things that you can smell like. 319-366-1600. So what's next for Lisa Bluter and the Iowa women? Okay, they're going to be home on Saturday afternoon, noon to be exact. Tip-off time set for Carver-Hawkeye Arena. The game is going to be on Fox. That's a nationally televised game on Fox. They like to call that the Caitlin Clark effect. They may have referenced that last night on the broadcast. I mentioned that The Athletic had that piece a couple days ago questioning whether or not Iowa was a Final Four team this year. That team will go as far as Caitlin Clark can take them. But even I bristled at the the way that the athletic writers seemed to brush aside the supporting cast that she has. And you have Monica Sonano out there, and you've got players like Gabby Marshall and everybody. Hannah Schulke, uh, Schulke has been a great addition to the Hawkeyes this season. It's more than just Caitlin Clark that's out there getting things done. She makes things a lot easier for other players on the team. There's no doubt about that. She's got to be on her the entire time she's got the basketball. I mean, you can't even give her an opportunity to breathe. Otherwise, she's going to either find that open player to pass the ball to or she's going to pull up and shoot on you. 319-366. 1600 was watching the back half of that game last night and then caught some Portland highlights of Damian Lillard. I don't know when it became appropriate in both college and the NBA to just pull up and take those logo threes, but they're becoming so regular now that I don't know. I don't even bat an eyelash when I see Damian Lillard or, or Caitlin Clark pull up for a long three-pointer. I'm only surprised when they don't make them at this point. 319-366-1600. There is one thing going on in the sports world that I neglected to mention at the top of the program, and that is the fact that the Baseball Writers Association of America is set to announce its Hall of Fame voting today. Who, if anybody, is going to get in to baseball's Hall of Fame. We'll see whether or not. It's an interesting list. I may run this down. I believe, when is that announcement coming? Shortly, I believe this afternoon, if it hasn't already been released. Fred McGriff is already in. And I know that there are a number of people who share this feeling with me. I think Fred McGriff needs to go into the Hall of Fame wearing the Tom Emansky hat from the video. The back-to-back-to-back AAU champion Tom Imanski hitting drills video that Fred McGriff was pitching back in the day, which Fred McGriff, if I recall correctly, has said he has never seen that video before. They paid him to endorse it. He's never watched the actual video of Tom Imanski's drills. 319-366-1600. Kind of an interesting group of players eligible this year your your mix of quote-unquote quote-unquote steroid era players as well as some I think hall of very good players I'm not sure anybody gets in along with Fred McGriff maybe a very quiet very short 
Hall of Fame induction ceremony this summer in Cooperstown. 319-366-1600. The uh, Iowa State-Kansas State game tonight. Though I mentioned we've got that coming up for you here on the Cyclone Radio Network. Lots of speculation on whether Caleb Grill will be playing for Iowa State tonight. I love the fact that people sleuth around the internet and everything is a sign, right? And I'll get to conspiracy theories and and that garbage later on in the program today because I came across something today that was just so... It made my eyes roll into the back of my head. And I'm going to get to people who are people who are trying to make the DeMar Hamlin situation with the Buffalo Bills into something that it's not. But I don't want to get to that right now. 319-366-1600. Astute observers have noticed today that Iowa State's men's basketball Twitter account in putting out its graphic for the game tonight. They always feature a player in the graphic. Caleb Grill is the player that they chose to use in the graphic. Now, maybe that's a little bit of, I don't necessarily say gamesmanship because I don't think anybody, uh, Jerome Tang and Kansas State aren't monitoring Iowa State's Twitter account to see whether or not they're being trolled by ISU, but maybe it's a little bit of poking fun at at people that read too much into things. Maybe it's trying to get people's hopes up, or maybe it is a subtle indication. Wink, wink, that Caleb Grill is playing tonight. I saw somebody mention that he was at the early shoot-around for the Cyclones. I don't think they've officially come out and said that he is or is not playing tonight. Obviously, if you listen to the program yesterday, John Walters joins me every Monday at 4.30, courtesy of Craig Adamson, a True Wealth Stewardship partner. John said, huge loss if he can't play because they're already so thin at the guard position. Game time decision about 20 minutes ago. So as I was coming on the airwaves here, an update from Iowa State on Caleb Grill. Do you read into that as a positive? I I take that as a positive game time decision. Maybe he shoots around, figures out whether or not he's able to go. He's averaging 10.3 points and 4.3 rebounds a game. He's extremely valuable to what TJ Otzelberger and the Cyclones do. Without him tonight, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and, and give you my prediction here. I think Iowa State wins the game tonight, and I think they probably cover the spread. You got the number five team in the country in Kansas State going into a sold-out Hilton Coliseum tonight, and maybe this is like the Texas game where maybe it's a little tight for a while, but I think Iowa State has what it takes to pull away and win this game by more than six points tonight especially if Caleb Grill plays. 319-366-1600. So much focus on Iowa State and what the Cyclones are accomplishing. Let's not forget Kansas State making a pretty big leap from where were they, 13 now to 5 in the AP poll this week. That type of move, and they have not breathed that rarefied air in over a decade. 
You see teams sometimes make that move. They're not there very long. They get up there. The pressure starts to mount. They say they don't look at the outside clippings. They do. They pay attention to what's written, what's said. So I think there's a lot of pressure on Kansas State tonight to go into Hilton Coliseum and beat Iowa State in a hostile environment. If they do, it's going to say a lot more about Kansas State than it does Iowa State, in my opinion. Speaking of Iowa State, the McDonald's All-America teams were announced earlier today. Omaha Baloo, the commit to Iowa State, making the All-America team, McDonald's All-America team, very prestigious. Think back to a number of players, especially way back in the Tom Davis era, anytime Iowa would get a McDonald's All-America player, always a big deal. Kenyon Murray, I believe, was a McDonald's All-American coming out of Michigan. I could be wrong on that. My memory has tended to, let's just kindly say, erode a little the older that I've gotten. But an uncommitted player, I think the only uncommitted player, I'm going to find that list, Bronny James, LeBron James's son. And that is somewhat eyebrow-raising. Not that he's not committed, but there's some people that are thinking that there were probably some more deserving players than LeBron James's son to make the West squad, which is, by the way, he will be a teammate of Omaha Blue, the 6'9", 210-pound power forward who is committed to Iowa State. Ballou's going to be teammates with at least one, Mich- uh, one Big Ten commit. It's Jeremy Fears. He's a 6'2", 180-pound point guard currently committed to Michigan State. That is the, he's the second player on the McDonald's All-America squad to have a Big Ten commitment. And the other player on the East squad, also a Michigan State commit. Big man, six foot ten. Xavier Booker is a commit to the Spartans, number seven recruit nationally. So Michigan State, Tom Izzo picking up a couple McDonald's All-Americans. Again, very prestigious honor to put on the resume if you're a high school player. 319-366-1600. Here's my kind of makes you feel old moment of the day. I see DJ Wagner, the Kentucky commit, also a McDonald's All-American today, and covered his dad, Dewan Wagner, when he was at the University of Memphis when they played Iowa during the Steve Alford era. And people even older than me probably remember Dewan Wagner's father, Milt. 319-366-1600. Sometimes I stop and think about how insane it is that you you have these players. It's so rare for one family member to play professional sports or high-level college. And then you see it across generations. And it just I know DNA and inherited abilities and, and all of that, that's still impressive to me. Remember the Boone family in Major League Baseball, three generations of family members making it to the major leagues. LeBron, by the way, would very much like to play with his son. I don't know whether that's going to to come to fruition or not for LeBron James. He's got bigger things to worry about. Like I said, he's got the Clippers 
coming up tonight. And we're going to give you an opportunity to pick that game against the spread coming up in a little bit to get you qualified for our big game house party giveaway with Circa Sports Iowa. It's going to be coming up in just a few minutes. Don't call now. I've never seen Isaac get mad. I think Isaac would be very disappointed, though. And if you are a parent, you know that there is a major difference between mad and disappointed. And I think you'd probably side with me, at least when I was growing up. I didn't mind if my parents were mad at me. And I made a lot of people mad when I was a kid. A little bit of a pot stirrer. But when somebody told me they were disappointed in me, that's when it really, really hit home. So Isaac is not going to be mad if you call early, but he will be disappointed with you. But go ahead and put that phone number into your phone, into your contacts, 319-366-1600, because coming up in just a few minutes, as I mentioned, your opportunity to hopefully get qualified. This is not an automatic qualifier. We're going to make you earn your way in. But our listeners went 0 for 3 yesterday. That was, by the way, not the intention. We want as many people qualified for this as possible. But yesterday, an 0 for. We'll see whether or not we can get some winners. Again, the favorites have been taken in both on both shows today. So... We'll see whether or not that string continues coming up in just a little bit. Also get to a couple big announcements, one involving the Super Bowl, which there's a little bit of a tie here to the Todd Bromwell Camp show with the Super Bowl and the national anthem. I'll remind you what that is coming up in just a little bit, but also a pretty seismic shift in baseball's television world. Somebody's coming to St. Louis to call baseball games. I don't know whether Cardinals fans are ecstatic about this or not. I don't know whether Cubs fans even care about this or not, but we'll get to all of that and more coming up in the next 30 minutes or so. Matt Peralt joining me at 5 o'clock tonight as well. Lots to get to. We'll take a look at what's going on in the NBA, the NHL tonight, college basketball. It is a busy night. There are multiple games in the Big Ten Big 12 and Missouri Valley. So stick around. More of the Todd Ronald Camp show on the way here on KGYM. It's the big board update on the gym. I'm Spencer Wagan. Caitlin Clark posted her eighth career triple-double, scoring 28 points, grabbing 10 rebounds, and dishing out 15 assists as the 10th-ranked Iowa women's basketball team handed second-ranked Ohio State its first loss of the season, 83-72, in Columbus on Monday night. Monica Sinano scored 22 points, while Kate Martin added a double-double of 13 points and 11 rebounds for the Hawkeyes, who improved to 8-1 in the Big Ten with the win. Iowa is next in action Saturday when they host Nebraska. Tip-off time is set for noon. For the second time in a week, the Iowa State men's basketball team welcomes a top-10 team to Hilton Coliseum when the fifth-ranked Kansas State Wildcats visit tonight in front of a capacity crowd. The Cyclones lost at Oklahoma State on Saturday to fall to 5-2 and two in Big 12 play, while K-State topped Texas Tech to get to a 6-1 and one mark in conference. Game time tonight is 8 o'clock. Radio coverage will start at 7 right here on KGYM from the Cyclone Sports Network. 
And the Drake Bulldogs are in action tonight in men's basketball. They'll host Indiana State at the Knapp Center in Des Moines. Tip-off time is set for 8 p.m. Game will be broadcast on the CBS Sports Network. And that's a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on the gym. Eastern Iowa weather on the gym. From the CBS2 Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. Center and meteorologist Nick Stewart. Cloudy skies drop tonight tonight with snow showers developing after 2 a.m. Temperatures dropping down to the upper 20s for your Wednesday. Snow showers will be likely. Total snowfall accumulation around 1 to 2 inches with temperatures back near 30. Wednesday night snow will be likely. Temperatures in the mid-teens for your Thursday mainly cloudy skies. Northwest winds around 20 miles per hour back in the mid-20s for highs. On Friday a windy day. Northwest winds around 35 miles per hour with snow showers likely. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. The gym is teaming up with Circus Sports Iowa to make your big game party one you'll never forget. With $500 worth of food and beverages from IV, Circus Sports Swag for you and your guests, and to top it all off, a trip to Vegas. It's KGYM's Big Game House Party. Listen to our local programming weekdays from 2 to 6 to play. We'll throw out a daily game from the Circus Sportsbook and let, let you pick, pick the, the winner. winner. If your team wins, you'll be in the running to win a party package from Circus Sports Iowa, including a $500 hy gift card. But that's not all. You'll also head to Las Vegas to enjoy a three-night stay at the Circa Hotel, along with $500 in travel funds. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> must be 21 and up to play. Travel package must be used within six months. Some blackout dates may apply. It's KGYM. GYM's Big Game House Party. Listen to play. Pick your winning team. Move on to the finals and find out if you're the grand prize winner during the Todd Brommel Camp Show on Monday, February 6th. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa and the gym. See contest rules at KGYMRadio.com. One innocent click could lock down your entire network for ransom. Hackers are getting more and more devious, so teach your employees to check before they click. When you open an email, hover over the address to see where it's really coming from. If it doesn't match, is misspelled, or looks off in any way, delete it. Remember, any email could be a trick, so check before you click. This message presented by Network Computer Solutions. Download their complete Protect Your Network guide at ncsei.com. Save big money on your next project at Menards. American Standard offers high-quality plumbing fixtures that you can count on. From faucets and shower heads to toilets and more, American Standard has it all. Relax and unwind with a new Whirlpool from Elger. The 10-jack corner massage bathtub offers a spa-like feel. Plus, get a free inline heater with the purchase of any Elger Whirlpool after rebate. Good through February 5th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Having an emergency fund can help you cover an unexpected expense, like cleaning up and rebuilding after a bad storm. At DePaco Credit Union, we've got the right tools and resources to get you on your feet. We want our members to feel the comfort that a life emergency won't become a financial emergency. DePaco cares about your financial well-being. When our members love life, it makes a brighter community for all. DePaco can help you. Be well. Learn more at DePaco.com slash be well. Federally insured by NCUA. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. I'm not like them, back in the town. The sun is gone, and I had a light. The day is done, and I'm having fun. I think I'm done. 
This is the Todd Bravelkamp Show on KGYM Sports Radio. All right, here's your opportunity to hopefully get qualified for the big game house party giveaway with our friends from Circus Sports Iowa. All you need to do is give Isaac a call right now, 319-366-1600, and Circus Sports Iowa has provided us with some games to select. The game that we have here on this program, the TNT late game tonight. The back end of the doubleheader features the Clippers and the Lakers. The spread in this game is five points. So here's what we're doing because I'm such a magnanimous guy. I'm going to buy you a point in half a point in the direction of your choosing. So what does that mean? Well, it means I'm trying to make it as easy as possible to get us a winner tonight. So if you want to back the Clippers, you are taking them at minus four and a half. And if you want to take the Lakers... I'm going to give them to you at plus five and a half. So buying you half a point in either direction. Isaac's taking his caller right now, so you can go ahead and stop trying to call in. He's got our contestant tonight, our hopeful qualifier in the big game house party giveaway. Simple as this. If you pick the right side, you are a qualifier. Yesterday, we did not get a qualifier. Our listeners went 0 for 3. Now, the favorites have been gobbled up today like candy. On Spencer's show, we had the Cyclones taken by Jeff in Cedar Rapids as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. They are a five-point favorite tonight at Circus Sports Iowa, but again, giving you a little bit of wiggle room. And then Mike and Marion took the Drake Bulldogs during the gym class. Drake hosting Indiana State tonight at the Knapp Center. So Isaac will let me know who our contestant is tonight, our hopeful qualifier. The Clippers, by the way, have won the last nine meetings straight up against the Lakers. The Lakers have not beaten the Clippers in two seasons, which just it doesn't sound right saying it out loud because – I think back a couple decades ago when the Clippers were one of the worst franchises in the entire association. They're not that bad now. They got some good players, new arena that they share with the Lakers, relatively new arena, sort of leveled the playing field there a little bit. Larry in Cedar Rapids is breaking the streak of favorites tonight. He wants to take the Lakers and the points. He's got five and a half. Larry, I kind of like that. I got to be honest with you. I kind of like that. Now, LeBron is somewhat questionable for tonight. I haven't seen him ruled out, but I know he, he's getting up there and he's not going to want to miss the Clippers game. He's going to be one he's going to want to be out there and I believe Rui Hachimura is going to debut tonight, his first game available with the Lakers since the trade with the Wizards. I like it, Larry. I got to be honest with you. I like it, and I'm pulling for you, and I'm pulling for Mike and Marion as well as Jason, our three possible qualifiers today in the big game house party giveaway. We're going to have a grand prize drawing. Our winner is going to be announced on Monday, February 6th, right here 
on this program. A $500 credit at Hy-Vee for your big game house party. $500 in travel cash to take with you when you spend three nights at Circa's property, their casino and hotel in Las Vegas. And we're going to throw in for your big game house party a bunch of stuff from Circa. I'm wearing my Circa Sports hat right now. I know they've got T-shirts. I think they've got long sleeve shirts. They've got sweatshirts. I'm going to work on getting uh, Mike Palm or Jeffrey Benson. Somebody's going to be joining me here from Circa in the next couple days on the program as well. Our big game house party giveaway with Circa Sports Iowa. Don't forget Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it's meant to be. App available for download. Both the Apple and Android users out there can access the Circa Sports Iowa app. We'll see what happens tonight in the Lakers and Clippers game. 319-366-1600. By the way, I looked. The uh, Hall of Fame announcement is at 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern tonight. So we'll find out whether or not Fred McGriff will have some company Fred McGriff, I thought was a that Fred McGriff was a really good baseball player. I never really considered him to be Hall of Fame worthy, but the modern era veterans committee, whatever they're calling it, they seem to rebrand that committee every two or three years. This gets very, very confusing. But they voted Fred McGriff in earlier a couple months ago. Now we're waiting on the Baseball Writers Association of America. And again, that announcement. Coming up in about 20 minutes. I am going to go out on a limb and say nobody gets in. I I asked you earlier today, if you follow me on Twitter, I shared a link to the ballot, the players that are eligible this season, and I asked you, who do you think gets in? Actually, I asked you two questions. A, if you had, and these guys... Uh, men and women who have votes through the Baseball Writers Association of America, you can vote for up to 10 players on the ballot. So with that in mind, if you had a vote, who would you be voting for? And the other question was, who do you think gets in this year? Most people said they're not sure anybody is going to get in. Scott Rowland is near the top of the uh, predicted electees along with Todd Helton, former Rockies first baseman, closer Billy Wagner, Andrew Jones, the fantastic gold glove caliber center fielder for the Atlanta Braves, had a pretty good bat too back in the day. And then you've got some names that I think are tainted. I'm not necessarily saying that they are tainted, but the the view of players like Gary Sheffield, Alex Rodriguez, Manny Ramirez, Jeff Kent. Those players are viewed through the lens of the steroid era. But we have seen players from that era, even guys that have been mentioned and, and less than casually mentioned with performance-enhancing drugs, get in. And that's what I don't understand here is I get the moral gatekeeping and everything that goes with it, but you can't let one person in 
that fits that category and keep everybody else out. And it's you know, Bonds and Clemens, their ship has sailed. It's now in the hands of, and again, they chose to elect Fred McGriff over those guys. So they're going to have to pay some penance with their own peers. The baseball writers, uh, you tell me. The highest war player wins above replacement, which is a metric, love it or hate it, has become pretty commonplace household standard among baseball fans. Alex Rodriguez has a career wins above replacement of 117.6. The next four the next four players, if you want to do a top five of highest war eligible players, Scott Rowland and Carlos Beltran are tied at 70.1. Manny Ramirez is fourth at 69.3. And Andrew Jones is fifth at 62.7 career war. Only one of those guys played minor league baseball in Des Moines, Iowa for the Iowa Cubs. I still regret not getting an opportunity to see Manny Ramirez toward the tail end of his career when he was trying to hang on with the Chicago Cubs. There are some people out there that think perhaps Mark Burley should get some support in his third year on the ballot. I believe this is it for Jeff Kent. The You have the 10-year cutoff. It used to be 15. So Jeff Kent in his final round of eligibility. Gary Sheffield is on his ninth ballot. So he'll have one more year if he's not elected. Billy Wagner will have two more chances if he's not elected. Coming up, but we'll find out about 15 minutes from now, just exactly whether or not Fred McGriff is going to have company in Cooperstown this summer. There was one other bit of baseball news. This came out last night shortly after I left the airwaves. I think pretty seismic, and it pertains to a move on the television side of things. I'm curious to know how Cardinal fans feel about this. Dan McLaughlin, the longtime television voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, got another DUI recently. He has had issues with the past. I've talked about them on this program. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he's able to confront and deal with whatever demons have cost him now his career with the Cardinals. But Bally Sports, which is the regional network that the Cardinals games are carried on, announcing that Chip Carey is going to be the new TV voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. 319-366-1600. Cardinals fans, you tell me, do you like this or not too happy about it? I don't like Chip Carey. I've never been a fan of Chip Carey. I think part of that had to do with following in his grandfather's footsteps on WGN all those years ago. Part of it probably is the nepotism angle to it as well. But I keep thinking back to all of those times where he has in the past missed the action entirely, calling line drive home runs that fall in front of the left fielder and things like that. This has got to be special for Chip Carey, though, because 
He gets an opportunity to return to St. Louis where his grandfather worked and call games for one of the most legendary franchises in baseball history. Now there's an opening in the television booth for the Atlanta Braves. So it's a little bit of a carousel, if you will, a couple months before the start of the baseball season. But I've seen it positioned by some Cardinals blogs. And again, I've been around a long time, and I know that anybody can have a blog, so I don't necessarily put a whole lot of stock into what some of those folks write and say. But I saw him lumped in with Wilson Contreras's signing with the Cardinals this offseason and how this has to devastate the Cubs fans. I, I don't think there were a whole lot of Cubs fans that were all that disappointed when Chip Carey left the Cubs to go call games for the Braves. I could be wrong on that. I certainly, man, I'm thinking back to some of those post-Harry Carey booths, and I was never the biggest Bob Brenly fan, but Joe Carter, Chip Carey and Joe Carter, that was almost enough to make me a fan of any other team that was being broadcast. 319-366-1600. Yes, I know, I know, I know. Real rich of the guy in Podunk, Iowa, who's never made anything of himself in his career to sit here and share his thoughts. It's an opinion show. I want your thoughts. I'm going to share my thoughts. We all have favorite broadcasters. We all have people that probably drive us nuts when we hear them on radio or TV. 319-366-1600. Good for Chip Carey. The saddest thing I remember about Chip Carey in the... If you've seen the Harry Carey documentary that occasionally runs on the Major League Baseball Network. There was a there was an interview with Chip Carey where he talks about playing Little League Baseball, and his grandfather shows up, and he doesn't recognize Chip Carey. I mean, that, was, that would be devastating to me if I was a little kid and my world-famous grandfather showed up and had no idea which kid on the team was his grandson. 319-366-1600 if you want to reach me here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. I'll tell you, if I had a vote for any, again, 10 players, who would I vote for? Does Alex Rodriguez deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know, man. Is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? I just... I'm not sure that I would vote for any of the players that are on this ballot. That's how high my standards are for the Hall of Fame. Again, Hall of Very Good. If it's the Hall of Very Good, I'm opening the doors to players like Torrey Hunter. <laughs> like Torrey Hunter, I think people people forget how good of a player he was defensively and offensively over the course of his career with the Twins and the Tigers and the Angels. Hall of Very Good, Jeff Kent. Andy Pettit, okay? Hall of Fame. Two different species. And I'm not quite sure anybody on here qualifies. Alex Rodriguez, if he had not been wrapped up in multiple PED scandals. Alex Rodriguez, I think, is a surefire Hall of Famer. But he tarnished his legacy, his career, not once but twice.
which you got to be really stupid to do that, in my opinion. Time has not looked upon players like Alex Rodriguez well. I just don't think Todd Helton and Andrew Jones did enough cumulatively over the course of their major league careers, but we'll see. Time will tell. Andy Pettit's got 256 wins. I think the old standard of 300 wins, I think 250 is a pretty good benchmark now. I think you got to get away from 300, 250, so he would qualify there. I know Mike Messina is in the Hall of Fame. Mark Burley has 214 wins. Do you want to lower it even further and say, hey, man, he won 200-plus games in the major leagues? Okay. I just don't think Mark Burley cumulatively had a good enough career to be a Hall of Famer. But if you follow uh, if you follow Ryan Thibodeau, who's done ballot tracking, tracks the Hall of Fame voting every year, there are writers that have voted for all of these guys. It's all a matter of personal preference. 319-366-1600. Guys that are on the first uh, ballot for the first time this year and possibly the last you have to get a certain percentage of votes before you fall off. Matt Kane, J.J. Hardy, Mike Napoli has been retired long enough to be considered for the Hall of Fame. Francisco Rodriguez, R.A. Dickey, Cy Young Award winner, R.A. Dickey. Houston Street, very good closer when he was healthy. 319-366-1600. We're a couple minutes away from finding out whether anybody joins Fred McGriff in the Baseball Hall of Fame this summer. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up the first hour of the Todd Brown Camp Show. Stick around. More to come after this. When you buy your own health insurance, you deserve a doctor who's your biggest champion and coverage you can be confident in. And with new Wellmark Health Insurance plans featuring Unity Point Health, that's what you can expect. These plans help you build a relationship with your Unity Point Health primary care providers and network partners, starting with free preventive and virtual care, plus low copays for primary care with a doctor who always has your back. Connect with an agent to help you enroll at wellmark.com UPH. For people trying to recover from opioid use disorder, it's hard to know where to begin. At iowaopioidhelp.com, you'll find resources near you for proven treatment and a road back to your old self. Because opioid addiction is not a character flaw, it's an illness. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid use disorder, visit iowaopioidhelp.com today. Start here, start healing. Sponsored by the Iowa Attorney General's Office and the Iowa Broadcasters Association in cooperation with this station. You're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. This is the Todd Bromelkamp Show on KGYM Sports Radio. It ain't the all-star voting. It's the Hall of Fame. Vote. I thought that was an appropriate lead-in here. Leo in Iowa City says Mark Burley has to get in. Uh, not if Pettit is. If Pettit is not in, Burley. Now, that being said, Andy Pettit was wrapped up in the PED scandals as well. He's the only guy. Andy Pettit is the only player from that era, unless I 
have made an oversight here. Andy Pettit is the only player from that era who came clean almost immediately. And look how we look how we view Andy Pettit in hindsight. I, I don't necessarily he doesn't carry the stigma that a lot of other people do. 319-366-1600. I have a couple uh, autographed cards at home of Andy Pettit that I sent to him in the mail when he was in, mi- in the minor leagues, like 25-plus years ago or whatever. And I got a text from my mom uh, earlier this week, uh, over the weekend. An envelope showed up at my mom's house, self-addressed stamped envelope from when I used to send out cards to get signed when I was a kid. It's got a 25-cent stamp on it. And I'm thinking about having her get that envelope to me and opening this envelope on the air here on this program, sort of a a remember-some-guys time capsule, if you will. I have no idea what's in the envelope. Maybe the cards aren't even signed. Maybe some relative is going through a dead player's mail and returning these cards after all these years. But when is the last time a stamp was even 25 cents? I mean, it has to have been 20-some years ago. I mean, I've been, I'm coming up on my 25th high school reunion this summer, so we're looking at 20 to 25 years ago is probably when I sent these cards out to get signed by whoever. You tell me. You don't find it interesting? We won't do it here. But we'd have to have some sort of video time capsule, if you will. I know Spencer's probably in on this. 319-366-1600. He would probably be fascinated by remembering whoever was in the envelope. Uh, Andy Pettit, though, probably the best player. Bartolo Colon, Nomar Garcia-Para. I got all those guys signed cards when you sent them back in the mail a long time ago. Nowadays, not so much because everybody turned. There was no eBay back then. Nowadays, everybody, how could I make a buck? It's kind of ruined the hobby, if you will. Matt Peralt is going to join me. Hopefully, he can make you multiple bucks tonight. Matt, the co-host of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour, which you can hear right here on KGYM Friday from 6 until 7, is going to join me. We'll take a look at what's going on in the NBA, NHL, and more when we return after Sports Center. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. <laughs> Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. That <laughs> looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York or a mascot in Missouri, ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates fast. 
Their matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job, and you can invite them to apply. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it right now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Hey, Coach, you wanted to see me? Yeah, I just wanted to let you know we're going with Geico for next week's game. Geico? That's our starting point guard. Geico really delivers in the clutch with over 85 years of great claim service right when customers need it most. Coach, Geico isn't a basketball player. It's an insurance company. Yeah, I just feel like Geico gives us our best chance to win. Are you serious right now? Thanks, champ. Knew you'd understand. For the choice you can always rely on, go to geico.com. This is KGYM Sierra Rapids, 1600 AM and 102.3 FM. KGYM Sports Radio. The gym. The gym. Is Sports Center. I'm Christine Lisi. White Sox pitcher Mike Clevenger under investigation by Major League Baseball following allegations of domestic violence involving the mother of his 10-month-old daughter and child abuse during his Padres tenure. The White Sox said they were not aware of the allegations when they signed Clevenger in November. 49ers defensive lineman Charles Omenehu, a key member of the team's D-line, arrested yesterday after a domestic violence allegation. The team says it's aware of the matter and is gathering more information. NBA Nets will be without Kevin Durant at least two more weeks as he continues his recovery from a sprained MCL. As KD progresses well in his recovery, Brooklyn hoping for Kyrie Irving's dominance to continue, says ESPN's Jalen Rose. And not just scoring the ball. We know he's as dynamic as it gets, handling the ball, scoring the ball, jumping off of both feet. But the playmaking, making people around him better, dropping it off to Claxton, making the game easier for him. The leadership. Brooklyn's currently fourth in the Eastern Conference. Lakers listing LeBron James questionable tonight against the Clippers with ankle soreness. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. If you have it. And ESPN Radio Extra Point. With Myron Medcalf. To me, what was bad about it was... No one went out of their way with the Ravens to explain why he didn't wasn't there. That was the weird part. And that followed what we talked about last week where Lamar said he was hurt. Before the team said he's out, Lamar's the one who put out the statement that said, hey, here's what's going on with me. So they're already showing sort of a disconnect. Now, there were some reports that maybe he wasn't supposed to travel. I don't know what's real and what's fake. But, but it's not a good look for a, a guy who is your franchise quarterback coming off injury. And I think what's going to be a, a very contentious negotiation, way more contentious than last year's negotiation. And that was, you know, tough. But now I think the difference is, Matt, the Ravens, to me, have the leverage in ways that Lamar Jackson had it a year ago. I agree with that's that. That's going to be the challenge. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. The Professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts can recommend the best products to get you ready for winter weather. Protect your vehicle with Xerox OE antifreeze and coolant and save $2 instantly. Xerox provides the exact OE-approved coolant formulations for domestic, Asian, and European vehicles. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
The new year is here. Time for a change. Start a recession-resistant new career in the high-demand IT field with My Computer Career. In just months, already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Tip-off at Hilton Coliseum is not for another three hours, and the students already lining up for the Kansas State game tonight in Ames. We'll have that for you right here on KGYM with John Walters on the call. It's our poll question today at KGYMRadio.com. Will Iowa State win tonight? They are the favorite, the betting favorite tonight. Yes or no poll question brought to you by Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Hour number two of the Todd Brawlkamp show underway here on KGYM. Appreciate you listening, whether it's on 1600 AM, 1023, 1063 FM in Iowa City or Cedar Rapids and online at KGYMRadio.com. Going to not waste any time here with our next guest. This is the final time that Matt Peralt is going to be joining me, at least as part of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour. And our listeners, I know, have really enjoyed that show. The final one coming up Friday from 6 until 7 here on KGYM, just ahead of the AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend. Matt, great to have you back with me. And uh, who's the best team in the NFL right now? Among these four left, who do you think's best? Well, wait, I, I, is this Todd? Am I sure? It's not a clone, right? I'm talking back to Todd Bromwell Camp in you, Iowa right now? You were talking that's, to me. We talk right? Iowa State all the time over here, even <laughs> though they don't think I cover them. So, uh, No, I'm just talking about these people who think that clones are being sent to football games. Oh, on the internet, yeah. Is, uh, I, 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 I'm getting to that here in the 5 o'clock hour <laughs> as well. Different type of clone, yeah. I'll, I'll call those idiots yeah, out not, here not as well. Not clones, actual body clones, people who actually think. If you, if you need any clarification, people, uh, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills is on a podcast on Kyle Brandt's podcast today and, and called it stupid that people are saying that DeMar Hamlin wasn't actually at the game and it was somebody else because his face was covered. So we please talk about real things in life, not fake stuff. We Who's are... the best team in football? Um, I'm going to say it's the Bengals. And I'm not entirely going to stand on a table for that, but I think if I had to pick out of the four, I think the Bengals are the best team left. Uh, they've switched from the underdog to the favorite now on the road in Kansas City. Road favorites have not fared well against the spread in the last decade or so in the postseason. You think they can get it done against the Chiefs, or does it depend on Mahomes' ankle? I can't believe I'm going to have to bet the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm really mad at myself, but I'm going to have to do it, I think, for that very reason like you just talked about. Uh, I don't think that the Bengals should be favored in this game. I think they're going to win the game. But I'm really concerned. If I could somehow get three out of this, I'm going to be in love with it because I think a home dog at three, Dave Sherapin, my co-host, says I'm crazy. We're never going to get to three. But I don't know. We got a two and a half today, and it's Tuesday. So maybe we get to three somewhere around you know Thursday or Friday, and I could jump in with KC plus three on this. I, I don't know, man. It's crazy to see this just because the Bengals are that little engine that could to the best team against the, against the spread for the last two seasons – They've got Joe Burrow in this incredible swag offense that he's commanding at such a high level. 
I think it's got more to do with Casey's defense than Mahomes' ankle. I, I expect Mahomes to be able to move the football, but I don't like that Casey defense all that much. It scares me. But right now, I would say Casey plus three, but I think the best team left is the Bengals. All right. On the NFC side of things, you've followed Iowa sports for a long time. You worked here in the state. You're aware of the Brock Purdy angle. Everybody is at this point. Can we trust Brock Purdy to go on the road and win in Philadelphia? It's like the next hurdle that he has to to clear in order to get to the Super Bowl. No, I think it ends. I think this is asking a little bit too much of Brock Purdy. Look, this Eagles defense, I keep on talking about it, but they're the first team in NFL history to have four players with 10 or more sacks on their defense. They're just ridiculous getting after the quarterback. And, look, Brock Purdy's played most of these games at home. All the big ones, at least, have been at home. You're going to the, the link. You're going to Philly. You're going to the place where they've been tailgating for well, since, like, today for this game on Sunday. I don't think this is where – you see Brock Purdy play as well as he has. I think the, the rookie game, everyone's been waiting for the rookie game. I think the rookie game is going to show up on Sunday, and, and I think it's going to be, look, Eagles-Chiefs or Eagles versus the Bengals is fine by me in Arizona. I'm looking forward to getting down there. It's only a couple of hours to the south of us here in Vegas. But, man, it would be a great story. I would love to see the Niners get there. I just don't think they're going to run the ball. And I think the Cowboys had the right thought, put the entire game on Brock Purdy's shoulders, it's just that Dak Prescott was the other quarterback, and, well, the Dallas defense couldn't do anything about that. I talked a little bit of Tom, about Tom Brady earlier in the first hour on the program. Did he, did he know what he was doing with Jim Gray on his basically his own podcast? Is he liking the attention here? No, I think he actually is confused. I think, I think Jim Gray may have stepped out of bounds. I think Jim Gray wasn't supposed to ask that question. That was as real and as raw as we've seen Tom Brady, who never curses in front of the media or a microphone and never really scolds anybody who's interviewing him. He's always Mr. You know, Mr. Polite, Mr. Politician. I, I like that version of Brady. I, I want to see more of that guy. I, I want to hear from more of that guy, the guy who's mad, who's fed up, who's frustrated, who's mad, who's wanting a change, wanting to do something and not go out this way, which is basically going out with a whimper versus going out with a bang. I mean, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But Elway and Manning both left with championships in their hands. And he had the chance to do it and walk with Tampa, and he chose not to. He chose to come back for this really ill-fated run. I will be very curious to see where he winds up. I think he's coming here. I think he's going to be the quarterback of the Raiders next year. But, you know, a lot to be determined, obviously, if he wants to play. So if he doesn't like the attention, I think Aaron Rodgers thrives off the attention. The (laughs) Packers have said they don't want to trade him to an NFC team. DraftKings had the odds. The last I saw, Packers at plus 150 for where he's taking a snap next year. The Raiders at plus 400. The Jets at 650 and the Dolphins at 750. You think Rodgers retires or is he playing for one of those teams next year? I think if he plays, he plays for the Packers. I just don't think the Packers are going to be able to move off of him because I don't think they believe in Jordan Love. And so I don't think they have an option. So unless they make a trade with a team that they swap quarterbacks with, I I, I think Rodgers is going to be running it back. And that's why DeAndre Hopkins, the Packers are one of the favorites to land DeAndre Hopkins because a way of keeping Aaron Rodgers happy is to go get the best running, the best wide receiver on the market and bring him in. So he's got the two running backs. He's got the good offensive line. He just needs more weapons to throw to. So I I think Rodgers is going to play for the Packers next year. 
I don't think he's going to wind up going anywhere else. But if he goes somewhere else, going to Miami would be interesting. I think he could do a lot of damage to that offense. Do you believe the reports that the Jets are considering giving up two first-round picks for him? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think in terms of where you look at the Jets are, they have so many young, talented players. They don't really need more first-round picks. I mean, everyone needs first-round picks, but rookies are rookies, and they, and they need time to season. they got a really good defensive line. They have a really good secondary, although obviously with Sauce Gardner back there for them. They've got two really good wide receivers. Their offensive line could use some help, but you can address that in different ways. Running back, we'll see what happens. Obviously, Brees Hall, that knee injury is you know, a bummer. But if he comes back and if he's running the way he was running before the knee injury, that offense needs a quarterback. And if you put Rodgers on that team, they're automatically at least an AFC East contender, if not an AFC contender. Matt Peralt with me, the final Betfred Sportsbook Hour coming up from 6 to 7 this Friday here on KGYM. You can hear Matt and Dave Sherapan every day on the Bostonian versus the Book podcast. I know you guys have some big news tomorrow to announce on that. I didn't send you this on the rundown, but you got any thoughts on this K-State-Iowa State game tonight? Kansas State up to number 5 in the country. Iowa State a 5.5-point favorite at home. Yeah, I, I almost bet Iowa State last night, and kind of what got me off of it is I can't figure out the, the tempo of the game. If it's an up-tempo, fast-paced game, one, it could fly over. Total's like, what, 128, 129? It's really a low total in this game. But I think it, if Iowa State can play the, the level of defense that they've played all year long and hit some shots, I mean, look, Hilton's a tough place to play. <laughs> I mean, they, they got a sold-out crowd. They're fired up. Uh, T.J. Osterberger's done a really nice job of you know, quickly turning around that program. I think Iowa State's alive. I just don't like five points. I think, I think that's too heavy, personally. I think this is a one-bucket game one way or the other. But this is not the game in the state of Iowa that you really like tonight, though. Did I hear right that no. you're, on, you're on Drake, right? Yeah, I laid six points with Drake last night. I, look, I, I, Drake is 7-12-1, I believe, is a record against the spread this year. They've been really struggling at home as well. But I think this is because of the last two years and everybody betting Drake, the books really inflated their numbers. And now I think is the time where you can jump on Drake and make some money with them because Illinois state's lost four games in a row. They haven't covered over the last four games. I got six last night. I think it might be up to seven, which is pushing it a little heavy, but Roman Penn just set the school record for single game assists last time out with 18. So the offense is humming. DeVries is playing really well for his dad. I'll lay the six points with the Bulldogs tonight at home. They're 9-1 straight up at the Nap Center. I think they go to 10-1 and and they'll cover the six. All right, a couple NBA thoughts here before we part ways. Matt does have to pick his daughter up at school today, so if it seems like we're rushing through the segment, I'm trying to nah, be right. as we, we got seven minutes. We're good. respectful as possible <laughs> here. Celtics at the Heat tonight. No Jalen Brown, no Marcus Smart, no Al Horford, no Malcolm Brogdon. I think the spread's four and a half right now. I heard Dave say he thinks the Celtics are going to cover this thing tonight. you got to explain this he, to me. He does. Um, no Marcus Smart in the list would be no bet would be the other thing I would say to that list that you just rattled off. I don't know how in the world you bought. You mean, maybe you a money line Celtics or something or take the points. I don't, I think it's crazy. Boston is 0-3 now this year against the Orlando Magic. I don't know what the deal is, but they don't match up well at all with Orlando. And now they have a back-to-back. They're in Miami tonight. It's always a tough place to go play. you got to be worried about, did the guys go out last night? When did they get into town? Are they going out tonight? Are they looking forward to the parties? Uh, Boston never really plays well down there. I don't know if he has some inside information or what, but I would not touch the Celtics tonight. Dave likes them. I 
You know, there's a whole Boston parlay you can do that's been very profitable with the, with the Celtics money line, Bruins money line. That's a two to one return tonight. If you believe the Celtics can win that game tonight against Miami, I don't buy it. I don't see it for Boston. All right, so uh, Boston's been bit by the by the magic. The late game tonight on TNT, the back half of that doubleheader is the Clippers and the Lakers. The Clippers have won the last nine meetings between these two teams. Now, Matt, you and I are of a similar age here. We we both remember when the Clippers were awful, but they've kind of yep. had the upper hand on the Lakers here. Uh, it's five and a half again here tonight, I think. Uh, LeBron James has been averaging 35 points over his last 10 games. He's trying to, to get the Lakers uh, back to yep. relevance here. I think Hachimura is available tonight, the first game after the trade. Uh, Lakers going to get this done? Are they, are they a good play with the points tonight? Yeah, I think you can lay the five and a half with the Lakers. I mean, whenever they play the Clippers, they always want to establish that L.A. dominance, and they haven't had it, like you mentioned, over the last two and a half years. It's been all the Clippers. But with the Clippers, they just don't care about the regular season. I mean, all they care about is the playoffs. So it's, you know, Paul George might play and maybe we get Kawhi and maybe you get some bench. It's just they're the most impossible team to bet on this year and really over the last couple of years just because they don't care about the regular season. And then when when the playoffs come, I know very sharp people that think the Clippers are going to be in the Western Conference Finals. So, okay, maybe. But I think there's definitely a conversation to be had for for, for the Lakers tonight simply because they've been dominant. They've heard that. And whenever LeBron hears you can't do something, normally you get a performance like he's been doing where he's had 48 and 35 and whatnot. So I'm comfortable. I'd lay the five. I wouldn't want to lay six. Five and a half is kind of the peak. But I think the Lakers do win and cover tonight. All right. One of my favorite parts about the Bostonian versus the book every day, you've been on a heater in hockey. Dave has shared some <laughs> hockey thoughts as well. You've got some uh, gift goal in first 10 takes, some first period takes. I know you've got a parlay that you put together earlier today. So what are we doing in the NHL tonight? Our listeners want to know. Yeah, I mean, if you like the goal in the first 10 minutes, the the, the Kings are on a six-game streak, and they're 8-2 and two to a goal in the first 10 minutes. And the Vegas Golden Knights are 9-1 and one over the last 10 games with a gift goal in the first 10 minutes in their last six games. So you can pair those two things up if you would like. It's a quick, it's kind of like betting, the, you know, the the nerfy, the no run in the first inning in baseball. It's a very quick and easy way of betting hockey. You want something a little bit on the longer side of things. The Vegas Golden Knights are really good on the road, and they're really good on the puck line, 13-9 on the puck line on the road, and taking on the Devils today. Devils are bad at home, and they're really bad against the puck line. They're 9-15 against the puck line at home. So you could take the Bruins. I got it last night, so the number's going to be a little different, but Bruins' money line where they're currently minus two and a half on the puck line, if you can believe that, against the Canadiens. And you've got the Bruins money line pairing that up with the Vegas Golden Knights, plus one and a half goals for them on the road at New Jersey. I got that at, I think, somewhere around plus 145. It's probably going to be a little bit less than that now. But I like that. Bruins and the Golden Knights, little parlay for you if you want to jump in with some hockey. All right, uh, before we let you go, Scott Rowland, breaking news, the only Ooh, elected yeah. Hall of Famer. Just got over the wow. finish line at 76.3%. Todd Helton had 72.2% of the vote. Scott Rowland, a Hall of Famer in your eyes? No. I mean, I, I have a really boring and basic opinion on Hall of Fame votes. If I have to think about you being a Hall of Famer, yes. you're not a Hall of Famer. Yes. That's, that's my take on it. Yeah. That's my t- I, shouldn't ha- I shouldn't have to think. If I have to think, you're not a Hall of Famer. 
Scott Rowland's a really good player. I mean, I'm 45. I watched him play third base for years. Never once did I say Scott Rowland Hall of Famer in my mind. So, well, <laughs> he is. No. He is now. Hey, Matt, we really appreciate it. I, I think you owe Dave a text. He seems to be a little confused on Twitter that this is the last week for the uh, show on Friday. So, don't want any confusion there. Maybe you've scared him a little he knows bit. That. He does. No, okay. He well, knows that. then he's yeah, acting like he, he does it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Dave likes to be Mr. Aloof. He's that way on the show. He acts like he doesn't know. He says, oh, I don't read my email. He, he's got the, he's just, you know, he's a consig, you know? They always want to leave you guessing. Well, he always he says nobody knows anything. So, well, I clean Pretty that much. up yep. for radio. <laughs> including, Matt, him, including him. The uh, partnership <laughs> here has been great. I'm sorry it's coming to an end, but uh, it's fantastic. And uh, looking forward to that final show on Friday. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate everything. Thank you for the listeners. It's been a lot of fun. I'm sure we'll be back next year for football season. So thanks for everything, guys. All right. That is Matt Peralt joining me from Las Vegas just in time to go pick up his daughter at school. You know, I know exactly how that goes. 319-366-1600 to reach me here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Uh, Matt joining me on usually on Mondays. Today is Tuesday. Dave Sherapan, his co-host, will be with me on Thursday. Those segments part of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour every Friday from 6 until 7 here on KGYM and appreciate the partnership with Betfred as well for helping to get those guys on the airwaves here. And I, Jason Tatum is not listed among the players out tonight in that Celtics game, so it's going to be Jason Tatum against the world taking on the Miami Heat. Interesting that Dave thinks Boston is still the play there. There's a full slate of NBA games. I'll get to some of those coming up in a little bit here before the top of the hour. Lots going on in the NHL tonight as well, including the start of the Rick Tockett era in Vancouver, taking over for the fired Bruce Boudreaux. They just happen to be taking on the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. And who's in net for the Canucks? Colin Delia former Blackhawks goaltender. Like I said, I'll give you a rundown of what's going on in the NHL, but this is fascinating to me. Scott Rowland, Hall of Famer, Scott Rowland, mentioned his wins above replacement, 70.1 wins above replacement, 316 career home runs, 1,287 runs driven in, I would have lost this bet that he stole 100-plus bases in his career, but he did finish with 118 stolen bases. So Scott Rowland, also a tremendous defensive player. I think known just as much for his defense as his offensive prowess. He was the Rookie of the Year with the Phillies in 1997. Uh, Was a, believe... Seven-time All-Star, played the majority of his career early with the Phillies, was then dealt to the Cardinals, and finished his career with stops in Toronto and then late with Cincinnati. His final year in the major leagues in 2012 at the age of 37. So Scott Rowland voted in to baseball's Hall of Fame, the only player voted in, He does also have, I believe, seven or eight gold gloves on his resume as well. So, again, you put him in the category of defensive 
third baseman. I think Brooks Robinson is arguably the greatest defensive third baseman of all time, but Scott Rowland is going to be very much in that discussion. And two different eras, offense, much larger part of Scott Rowland's game than it was for Brooks Robinson. And he goes in along with Fred McGriff, as we mentioned, the modern era veterans committee selecting Fred McGriff for enshrinement. You need 75% of the vote on the Baseball Writers Association ballots. Scott Rowland got 76.3% of the vote. Todd Helton just misses at 72.2%. That is almost a given that he will be in next season. A very good cutoff there. I'm trying to find the other numbers here. Again, this is just announced a couple minutes ago while I was on the air with Matt. But Scott Rowland makes it over the finish line. And unfortunately for Todd Helton, very good first baseman. Again, how much was he helped by his career being in Colorado with the Rockies and hitting at altitude? I don't think anybody will argue with you that he wasn't a tremendous hitter. And it does look like he could possibly be headed to induction next year. But it's going to be a small group on the podium in Cooperstown this summer. Fred McGriff going in with the modern era veterans vote. Scott Rowland, the Baseball Writers Association of America vote. Pat Hughes, the tremendous voice of the Chicago Cubs, both on radio and has dabbled on the TV side of things in recent years, going in as the Ford C. Frick Award winner this year. And I'm probably uh, looking past a couple other non-players that will be honored in Cooperstown. But as far as guys who put the uniform on and went out there and earned their way into baseball, baseball immortality, the only player voted in today, Scott Rowland. I don't know. I, I I am of the same school of thought as Matt is. If I have to stop and think about it, then the answer is no. And that's tough because I think there's a lot of guys that fall into that category. But the one thing about the Baseball Hall of Fame as opposed to the halls in other major sports, basketball, football, hockey, the professional halls of fame, Baseball has been, for the most part, very, very selective about who it opens its doors to in Cooperstown. And it's led to some very difficult and tough and hard feelings over the years. Burt Blylevin was kept out of Cooperstown for a very long time. There are a lot of players. Jim Rice, who's now in the Hall of Fame, who was kept waiting and waiting because of his sometimes cantankerous relationship with the media, and I get it. You have a block of people who a lot of folks out there look and say, why are, the, why are the writers? Why in this day and age are the writers? They've always, it's always been this way. Maybe it's time to change things. Maybe it's time to make the voting a little bit more inclusive. Maybe guys who haven't covered baseball in 30 or 40 years shouldn't be voting at this point. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But you've got a pretty large electorate, pretty uh, 
somewhat diverse at this point. The the further we get, the more diverse the electorate is going to be when it comes to who has baseball Hall of Fame votes. But by and large, the mostly men who've covered the game for previous decades in previous decades have a little bit of an outsized sway in the voting at this point. If there was a Hall of Very Good, if this were like the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, I would have no issues with a lot of these guys getting in. 319-366-1600. One of the greatest fielding third baseman and the best overall, according to a couple people who cover baseball on social media, including the New York Times' Scott Miller. Trying to think, you know, Brooks Robinson didn't have the offense to stack up with Scott Rowland. Wade Boggs, good hitter, not a huge power hitter, not tremendous defensively. Scott Rowland's that good mix of offense and defense. Maybe he is the greatest all-around, best all-around third baseman of all time. 319-366-1600. Talk and text line. You want to reach me here on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. I was mentioning the envelope that I have. I have some Scott Rowland autographed cards that I sent when he was in double-A AA or triple-A that I have hung on to all of these years later. So... You know you've been around a while when you can say you remember writing to guys, sending cards in the mail to get autographed when they are in the minor leagues and their careers are over and they've waited long enough to be eligible for the Hall of Fame and now they're getting into the Hall of Fame. It's not going to slow down for me and it's going to continue to pick up. By the way, I went back and I mentioned toward the tail end of the first hour that I did get this envelope at my parents' house that I would have sent out a couple decades ago at a minimum. I mistakenly said that it had a 25-cent stamp on it. I went back and looked at the text that my mother sent to me. It was a 32-cent stamp. So maybe not as ancient as, as I originally thought, but stamps haven't been 32 cents for quite some time either so got enough people who said do this on the air <laughs> turn it into this is going to be a time capsule who knows it could be a hall of fame caliber player it's catching up on on their mail after all these years or it could be a guy who never made the major leagues and he's moving and found a box of fan mail from 25 years ago we'll we'll find out i, I gotta get it from my mom first but we will open that sort of a time capsule into baseball's past here at some point on the Todd Brown Camp Show as we look to think warm thoughts. Spring training, not too far away. We're about three and a half, four weeks away from pitchers and catchers reporting in the middle of February, Florida and Arizona. It'll be here before you know it. One disappointing baseball note today, though, uh, while we're on the subject of the Hall of Fame, Major League Baseball is investigating White Sox right-hander Michael Clevenger for allegations of domestic violence. Clevenger signing with the White Sox this offseason. He did pitch here for the Cedar Rapids Colonels back in 2012 when he was a member of the Angels organization. Uh, 
interesting to see what direction that that investigation ultimately takes and leads to. But it has not been a great offseason for the Chicago White Sox. They part ways with Tony La Russa, hire Pedro Griffal as their new manager. Jose Abreu is gone. And now this story looming over the White Sox as, well, they probably just want to get down to Arizona and get spring training rolling. Uh, there are a number of teams that are probably chomping at the bit to get the season going. 319-366-1600. All right, I'm going to step aside really quick. I come back, I'll get to, I'm going to get to that story that Matt referenced. He confused me at the beginning of the segment asking me about uh, whether or not I was a clone. And if you have no idea what Matt was talking about, it had nothing to do with Iowa State. It had to do with the latest and stupidest conspiracy theory that is growing on the Internet. Not everybody believes this, but there are enough people out there that are saying it that I think people need to be shouted down and told that they're idiots. So we are, we tr I say this all the time, especially if you follow me on Twitter. We are living in the dumbest of times. Just the absolute dumbest of times. It's the Big Board Update on The Gym. I'm Spencer Wagan. Caitlin Clark posted her eighth career triple-double, scoring 28 points, grabbing 10 rebounds, and dishing out 15 assists as the 10th-ranked Iowa women's basketball team handed second-ranked Ohio State its first loss of the season, 83-72, in Columbus on Monday night. Monica Sinano scored 22 points, while Kate Martin added a double-double of 13 points and 11 rebounds for the Hawkeyes, who improved to 8-1 in the Big Ten with the win. Iowa is next in action Saturday when they host Nebraska. Tip-off time is set for noon. For the second time in a week, the Iowa State men's basketball team welcomes a top-10 team to Hilton Coliseum when the fifth-ranked Kansas State Wildcats visit tonight in front of a capacity crowd. The Cyclones lost at Oklahoma State on Saturday to fall to 5-2 and two in Big 12 play, while K-State topped Texas Tech to get to a 6-1 and one mark in conference. Game time tonight is 8 o'clock. Radio coverage will start at 7 right here on KGYM from the Cyclone Sports Network. And the Drake Bulldogs are in action tonight in men's basketball. They'll host Indiana State at the Knapp Center in Des Moines. Tip-off time is set for 8 p.m. Game will be broadcast on the CBS Sports Network. And that's a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on the gym. Eastern Iowa weather on the gym. From the CBS2 Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. Center and meteorologist Nick Stewart. Cloudy skies throughout the night tonight with snow showers developing after 2 a.m. Temperatures dropping down to the upper 20s for your Wednesday. Snow showers will be likely. Total snowfall accumulation around 1 to 2 inches with temperatures back near 30. Wednesday night snow will be likely. Temperatures in the mid-teens for your Thursday mainly cloudy skies. Northwest winds around 20 miles per hour back in the mid-20s for highs. On Friday a windy day. Northwest winds around 35 miles per hour with snow showers likely. And that was a check of your Iowa's News Now with the first forecast. The gym is teaming up with Circus Sports Iowa to make your big game party one you'll never forget. With $500 worth of food and beverages from IV, Circus Sports Swag for you and your guests, and to top it all off, a trip to Vegas. Vegas! 
KGYM's Big Game House Party. Listen to our local programming weekdays from 2 to 6 to play. We'll throw out a daily game from the Circus Sportsbook and let, let you, you pick, pick the winner. winner. If your team wins, you'll be in the running to win a party package from Circus Sports Iowa, including a $500 Hy-Vee gift card. But that's not all. You'll also head to Las Vegas to enjoy a three-night stay at the Circa Hotel, along with $500 in travel funds. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> must be 21 and up to play. Travel package must be used within six months. Some blackout dates may apply. It's KGYM's Big Game House Party. Listen to play. Pick your winning team. Move on to the finals and find out if you're the grand prize winner during the Todd Brommel Camp Show on Monday, February 6th. Brought to you by Circus Sports Iowa and the gym. See contest rules at KGYMRadio.com. One innocent click could lock down your entire network for ransom. Hackers are getting more and more devious, so teach your employees to check before they click. When you open an email, hover over the address to see where it's really coming from. If it doesn't match, is misspelled, or looks off in any way, delete it. Remember, any email could be a trick, so check before you click. This message presented by Network Computer Solutions. Download their complete Protect Your Network guide at ncsei.com. Make your dream a reality with Menards Mastercraft Door Designer. Choose from our in-stock selection of Mastercraft interior doors or design your door your way with our Door Designer. This feature allows you to visualize your doors within your home before making your purchase. Simply start designing and make your visions come to life. Mastercraft has the fastest delivery, so you get your door in approximately seven days. Save big money on Mastercraft Doors. Save big money at Menards. Having an emergency fund can help you cover an unexpected expense, like cleaning up and rebuilding after a bad storm. At DePaco Credit Union, we've got the right tools and resources to get you on your feet. We want our members to feel the comfort that a life emergency won't become a financial emergency. DePaco cares about your financial well-being. When our members love life, it makes a brighter community for all. DePaco can help you. Be well. Learn more at depaco.com slash be well. Federally insured by NCUA. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. This is the Todd Bromelkamp Show on KGYM Sports Radio. Yeah, I've been hanging around the internet too long because you spend enough time on places like Twitter and social media, you see truly the worst side of some people. I'm talking about the completely unfounded theory that has grown tentacles and has now, it's spreading on social media and elsewhere that DeMar Hamlin, the Buffalo Bills safety who suffered cardiac, went into cardiac arrest four and a half weeks ago in the game featuring the Bills and Bengals week 17 in Cincinnati. There are a a growing number of people that feel DeMar Hamlin passed away and that the NFL 
and the Buffalo Bills are somehow covering up his passing as part of a vast conspiracy related to, wait for it, of course you know where this is going, the COVID-19 vaccine. I cannot stress this enough. If you believe this, you are a moron. Conspiracy theories are, are not something new. As long as people have been around, there have probably been conspiracy theories. And the Kennedy assassination has, has spawned an entire industry in and around itself over the years because of conspiracy theories. The problem with conspiracy theories is most of them do not hold up when you apply even the, the smallest amount of scrutiny to them. So think about this for just a, just a short while. DeMar Hamlin, was, part of this is stemming from the fact that DeMar Hamlin was in attendance for the Bills-Bengals playoff game this past weekend, and he was brought into the stadium in a gator-like vehicle, and when he was seen, he was wearing face mask and a puffy coat with his hood pulled up because it's Buffalo, New York, and it was snowing. It was freaking cold. And so now people on the Internet are going and they're looking at pictures and this can't be possible and this is all part of a vast conspiracy. And if you were listening to the segment, Matt Peralt joined me several minutes ago here at the top of the hour. Uh, Matt mentioning that there are people out there that feel it was a body double, that the real DeMar Hamlin is deceased that he did not survive the cardiac arrest, and that this is the NFL. So here is, again, my thoughts on this. If you believe this, your brain basically, are, it's mashed potatoes at this point. Let me, let me put it this way. I'm going to put this really as mildly as I can so that I don't offend too many people. But inside the Buffalo Bills locker room, I guarantee you there are enough people who are skeptical, who share a number of the same views as a lot of people do about this particular issue. I'm talking about the vaccine. In particular, Cole Beasley comes to mind. And Cole Beasley rocketed to fame among people who don't follow the NFL during COVID because he was one of the players that was adamant about not getting vaccinated. Stop for just a second and, and ask yourself this. If the entire locker room knew that this was a conspiracy, do you think for a split second someone like Cole Beasley would not run to the nearest media outlet and say, I have the scoop of the century? You guys are never going to believe this, but this is all a vast cover-up. And if anything happens to me, it's the federal government and Roger Goodell and the NFL, and they're trying to cover it up. Think about it for just a second, that, that any conspiracy 
the number of people that would have to be in on said conspiracy in order to pull something like that off. It just, it doesn't hold up to even the slightest amount of scrutiny. Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback, is going on a podcast addressing, this is just absolutely ludicrous. This is insane. We are living in the dumbest of times. Just absolutely stupid, stupid times. I, I don't know what else to tell anybody out there that thinks that, that this would be even plausible. I, you've done it. You've done it. You've done what many people have wanted to do for a very long time. You have made me speechless. You have taken words out of my mouth. I don't know what to say at this point. I would re I would share some of these thoughts and theories and it's I don't want to amplify them any further. The idiocy the idiocy is out there if you want to seek this out. But you cannot for the life of me convince me that an NFL locker room which is teeming, teeming with personnel, players, coaches, support personnel who, who would be on the side of the Clay Travises of the world, that, that they're just not going to say anything about this, that they're going to go along willingly. Let me guess. Hold on. Let me guess. Somebody's threatening them. If you say anything about this, you're going to lose your roster spot in the NFL. Roger Goodell, they will, we will blackball you. Your career will be over. Your career will be finished. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That's There we go. That's all you need to do in order to allow the conspiracy to thrive and live in your head is to convince yourself that no, they're just they're threatened. They, they can't say anything. They won't say Look, I am not necessarily blown away that the NFL would trot DeMar Hamlin out at this game this past weekend for storylines and ratings. I totally get that, and it did feel at the time as if maybe it was just the teeny, tiniest bit exploitative, but it's also a great story, and it has nothing to do with what some people want it to do with okay Demar Hamlin's alive he's probably never going to play football again medical intervention saved his life and his life was saved because he was young enough and he was strong enough to be able to bounce back from essentially dying twice I had an aunt who went through something very similar she was revived three times. She did not make it. She was older. She wasn't in as good a shape. And now, again, I'm not a doctor. I totally understand this. But it, it, it blows my mind that people could possibly believe this. And if you're one of those people, then I just I don't think we're a match anymore at this point. So I, I hate to say that to you. It's not me. It's you.
319-366-1600. Again, 6497, what's the rumor? The rumor is that DeMar Hamlin is, has been dead for two weeks and that the National Football League and the federal government, because why not? I mean, we're, we're E.T. in a package of Reese's Pieces away from just a completely bonkers conspiracy. Get Steven Spielberg on the line here. So, yeah, the, cons- the, the conspiracy theory is that the NFL is covering up DeMar Hamlin's death and that he plays on the same team as Cole Beasley, who was one of the most vocal anti-vaccine proponents out there. Cole Beasley would just go along with this and not say anything. It just, just doesn't hold up. 319-366-1600. It just, I had to say something. I just, I could not let that go. It just is the dumbest, that we are living in the dumbest of times. People will convince themselves of anything to make themselves feel better or to give themselves the confirmation bias that they want. 319-366-1600. I don't want to talk about the stupid vaccine i don't look people are they've lost their minds on both sides of this for the last three years it's just it it's run its course okay and let's see let's see what comes next what's the next oddball goofball conspiracy theory involving athletes don't t- you know what? Normally I would say you tell me. I'm going to say don't tell me. 319-366-1600. Wade in Cedar Rapids. Wade, what's up? Well, I agree with what you said. People need to knock off this uh, stupid conspiracy stuff and and uh, get on with life. We have enough real issues in the world as it is, let alone uh, spreading and entertaining such vicious and stupendous rumors. I could not have said it better myself. Wade, would you like to host the show tomorrow? 319-366-1600. Just, again, if, if you think that it's possible for hundreds of people, hundreds of people would have to be in on this. Every single doc, every single person that worked in the hospital in Cincinnati, every single person that worked there, Okay, they'd have to be in on it. Every single member of the news media, every single member of the Buffalo Bills organization, other players that he went to college with who are elsewhere in the league, his family would have to be in on it. Just stop. Any conspiracy, just stop and ask yourself, is there a possibly, is there possibly... A better explanation for this. Um, yes. And just leave it at that. Kinsley. Sam Kinsley. Listening to the program in California or wherever the heck you are. Yes. Too many people with wild imaginations and loose sensibilities. 366-1600. I said we were going to run down the... Games in the NHL and the NBA tonight. Uh, some interesting angles uh, in 
in some of these games. The Pacers at home hosting the Bulls tonight. Seven-game losing streak for the Pacers. They desperately need Tyrese Halliburton to get back. The Bulls, though, are on a back-to-back. They beat Atlanta last night, 111-100 at the United Center. Uh, Now they turn around and go to Indianapolis to take on the Pacers. I talked about the Celtics and the Heat game. I just don't see how Boston wins this game. It's Jason Tatum versus everybody tonight because Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Malcolm Brogdon are all out tonight for the Celtics. They played last night in Orlando and lost. Now they're in Miami. That's the first game on TNT. Cleveland and New York. The Knicks are on a four-game slide. Donovan Mitchell possibly back for the Cavaliers. They have been 3-5 and five straight up without him. Knicks have been pretty good over their last 25 games. They're 15-10 and 10 in their last 25 games. Have not seen anything on Nikola Jokic tonight for the Nuggets. They are in New Orleans. Nuggets just had a nine-game win streak snapped Saturday against Oklahoma City. Dallas is hosting Washington tonight. It is the start of a five-game road trip for the Wizards. They've actually won their last three meetings against the Mavericks. Mavericks have lost four of their last five and seven of their last ten. Phoenix hosting Charlotte tonight, likely without LaMelo Ball. Phoenix on a three-game win streak after losing 12 of 14. And the nightcap, the game that was chosen as the game here for the big game house party giveaway. The Clippers have won nine in a row against the Lakers, dating back to two-plus seasons ago. LeBron James averaging a little over 35 points in the last 10 games. He is set to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in NBA history sometime in the early to middle part of February. Larry in Cedar Rapids took the Lakers plus five and a half tonight. Hopefully we can get multiple qualifiers for that big game house party giveaway. Your next opportunity to get qualified is going to come up tomorrow with Spencer Wagon. Spencer on sports. Uh, We'll have the list of games for you tomorrow. Somebody is going to have a chance on February 6th to win a $500 credit from Hy-Vee for your big game house party, some circus sports, Iowa swag, hats, T-shirts, the like. Three nights at Circa in Las Vegas, the Circa Casino and Hotel, and $500 in spending cash. It's one of the best giveaways we've ever had for you here on KGYM, and it's all thanks to our friends at Circa Sports Iowa. You can download the app, Circus Sports Iowa, available for both Apple and Android users. Sports betting, the way it should be. 5.53, we'll take a quick timeout. It is closing time. We come back, we'll wrap things up in 60 seconds. Because we have so many clients referring us to their friends, I think that's our biggest, best story. Hi, I'm Patty with Network Computer Solutions. I really think it's about us building that relationship and being an extension of their business. And even if I am just talking on the phone to them, you can see that smile on their face and know that another problem is solved. Call NCS at 247-7223. Network Computer Solutions. They're the missing piece to your IT puzzle. For people trying to recover from opioid use disorder, it's hard to know where to begin. At iowaopioidhelp.com, 
you'll find resources near you for proven treatment and a road back to your old self. Because opioid addiction is not a character flaw, it's an illness. If you or a loved one is struggling with opioid use disorder, visit iowaopioidhelp.com today. Start here, start healing. Sponsored by the Iowa Attorney General's Office and the Iowa Broadcasters Association in cooperation with this station. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. This is the Todd Bromelkamp Show on KGYM Sports Radio. Rutgers on top of Penn State 18 to 13. With a little over eight and a half minutes remaining at Jersey Mike's Arena in Piscataway, Rutgers and Penn State both 13 and 6 on the season. That's one of two Big Ten games on tap tonight. Ohio State is in Champaign, where the Fighting Illini are a three and a half point favorite. That game is set to tip off here in just about five minutes. Three games. In the Big 12, highlighted by the one that you'll hear right here on KGYM, Iowa State, a five-point favorite at home against Kansas State. TCU hosting Oklahoma tonight. The Horned Frogs, a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And Texas favored by eight at home against Oklahoma State. And in the Missouri Valley tonight, Missouri State, a 13-point favorite at home against Illinois-Chicago. Steve Prohm and Murray State at Southern Illinois as a seven and a half point underdog against the Salukis and Indiana State making the trip from Terre Haute to Des Moines. Darren DeVries and the Bulldogs a six and a half point favorite tonight over the Sycamores. Peralt said he got that last night. I think he said he got it at six. We'll see. I like Drake tonight too. They've been really good at home against the spread. 319-366-1600. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Speaking of spreads, we're going to have Jay Foster joining me from the Quad Cities. Uh, Jay appears courtesy every week of Elite Sportsbook Riverside Casino and Golf Resort. Wagerwise, coming up on the program tomorrow at 5.30. Parting thoughts here at closing time featuring Iowa State and Kansas State. I think the Cyclones get it done tonight. Caleb Grill, a game-time decision. Have not seen anything further or more definitive than that. Uh, he is a game-time decision tonight. 10.3 points per game. Iowa State lacking at guard depth. I think they need him. I think they're going to get him tonight. Something gives me a high. He may not be 100%. He may not play the full complement of minutes tonight, but... I think Iowa State will have him on the floor, and I think that's going to be a difference maker, along with a sold-out Hilton Coliseum tonight. Number five, Kansas State. Hope they enjoy that number five ranking while they have it because it may not last much longer. Spencer on Sports coming your way tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Iowa State, Kansas State coming up here on the network.